This week on Inside Motorsport, we continue our chat with New Zealand legend Ken Smith. I hope you'll stay with us. Let's just go through your latest protege and the guy that you're here this weekend for is Tom Alexander. Yep. An unusual uh, beast for somebody you're mentoring to be driving is a diesel ute. Yeah, I sort of caught up with Tom when he was about 16 at uh, Christchurch at Ruapuna. He was helping Andrew Higgins on a car and uh, and then we sort of got yakking to him and Andrew said, we, this kid goes all right in a cart, we should maybe try him in a Formula Ford and I had one. So I brought him up and gave him a couple of tests and, and he went good. Then he went backwards to back to his hometown and then we got him up to do a couple of races and then he went back again and then within that year he, he came up to do other things with me and he's never left. He's still at home. And when I say to him, uh, do you, are you going home now? He said, I'm not going to go, I won't leave. <laughs> so, no, but we got, we, once Tom got the Formula Ford out of his hair, we got him into a 86 Toyota. We bought one of those and uh, he won that championship. And then he got into a big V8 and uh, he, he, that was his first year. And the second year we bought a, a Super Tourer and uh, he ran second to Evans over there who was on a $400,000 budget. We are on 60000 So, you know, he's, he's done well. Whatever he jumps into, he's quick. And he's jumped in. I put him in Atlantic cars, I throw him in Libra cars, and whatever he jumps in, he goes good. New Zealand Motorsport, Ken, is... Uh languishing a bit. You've got one fantastic series, which I'm going to come over and see the whole series, Toyota series in January. Yeah, I'll be driving one race, the New Zealand Grand Prix again this year, 48th New Zealand Grand Prix. That's only <coughs> ticket ballot, isn't it? Yeah, I just want to do more than anyone else has ever done. Of course, Ken, Ken's first New Zealand Grand Prix was maybe 60... 1976. 76 was the first one in a Lola, that 332 Lola I bought. Um, so that was most enjoyable win of all times because to, to get on the cup with the likes of Jim Clark, McLaren, Holm, Amon, all those, that was Pukekohe, yeah. That was fantastic. And you still race there recently? Yeah, we do it, and we're doing the V8 supercar in Aussie Round in November. The 5000s are running there. I had a, a major shunt down there last year with a car, and it, no, wing collapsed on it, and uh, it uh, tore itself across another car and into a wall, but we stepped out and walked out. Okay, so um, so Tom, somebody you're involved with, do you see him going somewhere, or how old is he now? He's 24. Right, okay, so... But the thing is, um, it's hard, to, where do you go when you haven't got a lot of money to do it, and uh, and Ross Stone has been a, a mate of mine since right back in the 60s, you know, and, and so um, Ross has kindly found the sponsors to run him in that, so he comes over and drives it, and I mean, without Ross doing that, we wouldn't be here. A lot of people say, oh, why would you drive a ute? But you're in the eyes of the right people here, yes. where you wouldn't if you're at home. So um, I don't see anything wrong with that, and, and maybe this will lead to him getting a test in a, you know, in a second grade car here, or something like that, But and he's no start knowing a lot of people around here, and Ross has got a lot of influence, so we're happy, and it's a good team to run with, I mean. Um, and the Toyota, who's it being run by for you? Um, probably Stephen Giles. Right. Yeah, he Very ran last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, there's a change of management. Barry Tomlinson uh, and his wife, uh, Louise, uh, have left the series. Yeah. And there's new people running it. Um, there were some accusations, maybe not accusations, but things people were saying that it wasn't 
probably done the last time round sort of thing. You didn't get as many Euros or Americans in there. Do you think that's going to change for the next season? Yeah, no, I'm sure they'll, they've been away overseas now picking up deals. And I, mean, I think it just, when Barry moved away from there, I think they left their run too late they, with only a couple of months to try and get people. You've got to start early in the season. So, um, you know, and, and, and everybody's happy what's happening there now. So... And, and is, so that car uh, is one of the ones Stephen runs through the, ser through the rest of the series? Or? Well, the, the, the only thing they're not sure, if they fill up 20, there's only a uh, test car, so I'll get the test car. Uh, last year I didn't, there was one, there was a couple left, so at least we had the right car they picked for us. Right. So. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to it. There's something innately, it, it, you know, simplistic or whatever it is about New Zealand motorsport. It's like it was probably back in Australia, and I'm not much, for one second saying it's rude. I mean, because the, the runs are on the scoreboard with New Zealand, its ability to produce drivers, making it simple. I mean, we've only got to look here. You know, the top yeah. drivers in this category, New Zealanders. I know it's unbelievable that New Zealanders can come across the ditch and uh, and start getting the job done. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. Bamba making his debut here. Yeah, he's a great guy. Earl's a good kid, and I'm glad he's made something because I mean, he's twice winner of Le Mans and the, the kid has done a lot of his own homework to get to where he has. He hasn't had uh, thousands and millions dropped at his feet and that's the trouble you find with Kiwis. It's just like Tom. I mean if someone doesn't pick him up and help him and that's why I sort of hung in with the guy and, and not in that with Tom we've become great friends and I sort of treat him like he's my son. And, and probably one of the closest of anybody I've ever got on with is Tom, and he's a great kid. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll keep fighting if I can get somewhere with him. I'll bullshit somebody I'm around. I'm sure you will. I'm and, sure you, you know, will. we're just lucky with Stones and Ross, and I've been a great guy, you know. Um, and tell me, uh, I've long had a theory. I mean, uh, both Jim Richards and Shane Van Gisbergen, they have a number of traits. Obviously, they win championships and things like that. But one of them is that they're both very good in the rain. Now, both of them will actually tell you to your face, but I don't like it. No, but you're good in the rain. Yeah, but I don't like it. You know, sort of this idea is, oh, it's, yeah, it's raining. Well, you're like this, won't you? And I go, no. I have a, a suspicion, a belief that Shane and Jim have one thing in common. Both of them didn't start racing on bitumen. They both learnt their craft. Yeah, on dirt. On dirt. Yeah. And they got very, both of those guys have got fantastic car control. Probably more than I've ever seen another Kiwi have. Uh, like, Shane's the sort of guy, you know, at 150 mile an hour, he'd swing a car sideways down the straight and then grab it again. Yes. I mean, you only look what he's running in the, in the grass at Eastern Creek yes, to yes. try and cool off tyres. What brave person would put a couple of wheels in there at that speed down there? Yeah. But he's, um, him and Jim are something special, they are good. I mean, he was another one that I helped um, yes. and got with Ross and said, look, this kid's so good when he was only Formula Ford driver, you need to look at him. And Ross got him over, talked to him and said, carry on, don't do TRS and then I'll carry on looking again. And that's sort of how he started. And, uh, and it's good that he's here because he's very talented. Yes. I actually remember seeing Shane in a Formula Ford. Yeah. I was over there and I used to go to those meetings because I have a distant relative, John McIntyre. Oh yeah, John, and, uh, Johnny Mac. I did my bit to help John uh, get somewhere and yeah. now he's walked away from the sport. Yeah, I think he's doing the occasional enduros. The, the, he is. The, um, the car that Shane's uh, was driving over there was a stealth that I owned and he yeah. bought that, yeah. But no, he's, he's got talent. And Jimmy Richards is the same. You know, we don't see as much as Jim these days, but he's enjoying what he's doing and um, shit, he was at the top of his game, wasn't he? 
he, he now polishes his cars very regularly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think he's doing either Townsville or Darwin in the uh, the Falcon. Oh yeah, that'd be um, great. For some years, I uh, would ask questions. I've been researching a book on Frank Gardner for a long time, and of course, Frank said that Jim was the finest ever touring car driver yeah. he ever knew. And I'd sort of say to to Jim, and I wrote a few stories about his car and the building of it. I said to Jim, he said, you did this as a homage to Frank, you know, his, his title in British touring. No, no, that's rubbish. Well, I went to actually the, um, the, the old-timers, the geezers' dinner. Yeah. And I got the guy who was doing the questionnaires to actually ask Jim the question. <laughs> and so in front of a microphone of a couple of hundred people, <clears> Jim <throat> said, yeah, I sort of did. <laughs> Finally, I got, got him. got the question <laughs> done. <laughs> I got him, he did. Yeah. But, uh, um, you were a race against Frank, in, in fact. Yeah, in those early days, that um, you know, when we were doing those, uh, we were running one and a half litre cars, and they were running climaxes and that. And uh, and I remember I bought a Lotus 22 and raced it in in that series. And Frank walked in the pits and he said, "That's my old car." I said, "How would you know that, Frank?" Because he never even looked at the chassis number. He said, "It's the only one that's got a box section around the cockpit. I put that on to stiffen the chassis up. No one else has ever done it. Picked it out." Do you know, I've still got the wheel, uh, a wheel and tyre of Jimmy Clark's Lotus 33 that crashed with Frank Gardner on the first lap around the hangars at Wigram, and I've still got that wheel and tyre. Well, Firestone had plucked it, but uh, I ended up getting it in the finish. So, but just, you know, things like that you get a bit sentimental about, don't Tell you? Tell me what the winning bid will be and I'll put it up for it, OK? <laughs> well, we conclude this chat with Ken Smith next week on Inside Motorsport. Until the next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.